$10 from Ace Dog Academy for the tangents and rants. Thank you for all the great content. <laughs> See? Yes. Okay. So I do this to monetize, I guess. It's, it's so, all the meditation so, I've been making him do. So, so this is the new story. He's, he's zen all day. He's like, <laughs> it's time to pop the fuck off now. We're live. So this is it. This is it. So Ace Dog Trading just gave us $10 for rants. That's why he's having rants, because he wants to make more money. <laughs> new headline. My God, he's out of control. See what uh, I deal with all day? Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey, everybody. Hello. I was going to say happy. And then I forgot what day of the week it is. Thanksgiving Eve. It's Wednesday, right? Hey, everybody. It's been a while on Wednesdays. On Wednesdays, we jumped over our Patreon channel, but then we decided that we want to give even more value to people in other ways. So we're going to do something else for Patreon. And the show's been done really well here every Wednesday night live. Also, with our travel schedule, sometimes if we miss a Wednesday show here, but we could have done it, then it messes things up. Mm -hmm. so, so, hey, everybody. How are you? Um, I'm glad to be back. Yeah, we were on Patreon. We're just you, everybody can join Patreon. It's ten bucks a month. There's tons of free content. You know, all of our content is free. I spend more of that on coffee. It's yeah, so sad. I mean, people each day. You know, people have to people have to remember that it's like it's, it's, there's so much value on our Patreon channel. Definitely should Melissa will be putting a link up to it later. Your Patreon channel, it's fantastic. Our Patreon channel, it's fantastic. So a lot, a lot of great content up there. So mm -hmm. um, I hope everyone's doing okay. I hope everyone's doing really, really well. Um, thank you so much for being out there and happy holidays for the people that get to actually celebrate this holiday for the people that don't, which are a large majority of the world. We have a worldwide audience. Um, just have a fantastic, you know, day every day. Um, this is the What Would Jeff Do True. show. It's a Q&A show. It's based, a lot of it is on stopping unwanted behaviors. We also do something called Jeff Gelman Seminars. Jeff Gelman Seminars also strictly is it's right in the title problem solving seminars go figure that's literally what the whenever you go to a seminar seminars have themes like oh aren't you going to talk about like raw eating like this is not the raw eating seminar no and i'm also not going to talk about like foot health you know what i mean it's like no i won't do that in, in those rectal cysts it's like sorry wrong seminar you know no i don't have a slideshow um well i do but i keep that on my phone and that's for personal use so both of those Set both both the seminar and the show. We talk about punishment a lot. Punishment is not abuse. It's been hijacked. Punishment is in fact. I mean, it, even people today commented on that step one video. It's like you know people think it's yelling and screaming and hit you know hitting and abuse whatever abusing your dog. And I'm like no, that's what that's because that's what they would do. Right. So when you people don't have enough information and they put things in writing. With which what they would imagine is what they imagine they themselves would do. Mm. It's just like what psychology one on one. It's like what you hate in others, you hate in yourself. So true. That's like that's so that's all kinds of you know you know you know work on that shit. Mm. What bothers you the most? You know what I mean? It's like maybe you've got some of that in you, and you're just seeing it thrown back at you. So it's it is really really interesting. Mm. So when you're when you're at peace with yourself, you can be more accepting of others. So. Um, Damn, but, going but, deep tonight. No, I'm just like, you know, people need to fucking learn. What books do you read? What dog training books? I don't. Mm. I try to understand people the best I can. Why? We're in the people business. True that. We're in the people business. And that's what we do. We talked about this on, on today's hike. Mm -hmm. It's like no matter how well you, no matter how well you train a dog up, if the human that owns a dog will not change, the dog will instantly revert back to what it used to be like. Yep. The human has to change. You can actually take an untrained dog, change the human, and you have a better trained dog. Mm -hmm. And you didn't actually technically train the dog. You just are know what to do. So, so we talk a lot about that, how to stop unwanted behaviors. You'll hear the word punishment a lot. Punishment is the opposite of a reward. You say yes, and you apply a reward, which happens to be most of the time food. Um, I, but not always. I did an interesting um, video on using force the other day, which everyone should be watching and learning. And and I had a one-on-one -on -one client yesterday that we had to use a lot of force with because it was this 80-pound lab that 
that day was not food motivated, not toy motivated, not play motivated. So what do we have to use for even to get it up to go onto a climb? Force. And guess what happened? Once we forced it to go up, it went up. How many people have dogs that don't want to jump in cars? Well, they carry, they put them in. All right. For years. Well, we get a big ass boarding train here who didn't want to go in my car. Yep. And I'm not picking him up. Yep. And he, and he goes in. Yep, he sure does. Yep. And the first time was a struggle. But guess what? After Try that. Try the first 10 times. Yep. But I they, thought I was going to have to call you. But they did it. And they did <laughs> Jeff it. Jeff this dog in my car. They did it. Jeff, can you please drive across the city until we lift the dog up in a car? Yeah. They probably can jump over a fence quite Literally. easily. So, um, so you ask your question in the little uh, box below, and Joelle will read it, and I will answer it. And there's something on... on um, YouTube called uh, QuickBooks, and the QuickBooks is actually a software program. It's actually called Top <laughs> Chat. It's actually called Top Chat, and um, you'll see it in the QuickBooks. And it's called Top Chat. You can actually open up your QuickBooks online and and, and send a check, twenty five Acorn Street. Um, and then, uh, so here we go. Let's go right into. Lori said, "Nice to see you Wednesday live again." Thank you. Nice to see you. Nice to be here. Melissa said, "Good evening, all. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our American viewers." Yep. Thank you for full clarification. We're always on Wednesdays live. We just put it in a different format. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Amy said, "Happy Thanksgiving." Happy Thanksgiving to you, David Smith. Happy Thanksgiving you as well. Bob just bought a remote collar. Starting to train my son's nine-month-old lab. Any tips? Yeah. Don't fuck it up. So that's your tip. That's the big tip right there. It's a pretty good tip. Right. So first, there's something called an owner's manual. Read the owner's manual. Read it from front to back. Read it again. Understand it. Understand all the buttons on the remote and what this remote does. People are afraid of this remote because they think they're electrocuting your dog. It's the farthest thing from electrocuting your dog. You're communicating your dog. For some reason, no one has a hard time talking into a walkie-talkie and listening to what someone says on the walkie-talkie. But for some reason, we have a hard time pushing a button and communicating with our dog. They're both communication devices. I'm sorry, they are. Well, you know, there's, it's, technically it's one way. We communicate visually, the dog communicates with us, we do it visually, they don't respond through this. That's all it is, is it's a communication device. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. But there's a, you have to train the dog to understand what it means. You have to train them to understand, it's just like any other language, like any you have to understand. Other, but like, not only that, like any other language. Yeah. I will say it, I will say it, I will say it. Anybody that hands you a remote and says, or says something like, oh, you're taking the easy way out, hand them the remote and say, train my dog to do something mm -hmm. and not run away, but train it to actually do a downstay with right. this remote. And I feel like every study that's ever been done, it's always like they're just like blasting dogs. Well, like, studies, See? There's only one, <laughs> it only, didn't work. <laughs> there's only one study that's been done and that has not been peer reviewed. It was done over in, um, over in Europe and we don't know the brand of cower. We don't know the skill set of the of the people that did the study, and we don't know what the hell they did. Were the dogs even taught how to escape? Like we don't know what they did. Pressure, yeah. Like it's not like it's like like also you also have to. It's like handing a dog someone a handful of food and saying, "Train my dog." Mm -hmm. You still need to know dog training, so it's not quick. Reps are reps. We still have to do three hundred to five hundred reps. Can't escape those Can't reps. Can't escape those reps. So yeah, train place is your first command. Stick to in movement. Make sure you've got proper fit. Fit is everything. Understand how the remote works. Next. And I got free videos online. There you go. You sure? He said next 15 times. David Smith, happy to report that Rocky's vet is completely on board with balance training and will be referring to me now. And Rocky got a glowing report. Awesome. LOL. If your vet's not on, if your vet is not on board with balance training, as long as your vet doesn't, um, say anything negative or make you feel bad, then that's fine. It's like, sorry, but I'm pro-gun. But if my vet was all anti-gun, I don't care. How's the medical skills? But if I come in your vet office and you berate me from owning a gun, it's like, fuck you, I'll find another vet. I mean, it's like, they're not, how I train my dog and how I get medical care, it's two different things. Hmm. What I decide to eat as well. Commenting on my food choices. Next. Ace Dog Academy. In the NCS stage, do you mark it when they break the command? Say no. Just say the command again and pressure on. Also, is Wednesday not Patreon exclusive? Sorry, two questions. That's the first question. 
So during NCS, the only time we mark it is if our timing with the remote isn't going to be spot on. Let's say, for instance, we have 10 dogs out on place. All the remotes are usually in one central location. Dog steps off place. We'll be like, no, because we have to walk over, get the remote, and then put pressure on. But if I'm working with a dog one-on-one -on -one in a session, I know I'm going to have perfect timing. If the dog pops out of command, I'll just go right to pressure and I won't say anything because I want them to understand that pressure means go back to doing what you were doing without any additional guidance. Right. And then as far as Patreon exclusive, it was, we tried it out for two weeks. We didn't, we didn't, trust me, I don't give up quick at all. But we felt that, that we still do the Zoom on Tuesdays, which is live, interactive, face-to-face -face with me. Huge value. Q&A on there as well. Huge value. We decided to stick to our regular format. It was a, it was a, we, we made that decision as an experiment. We decided not to move it to Wednesdays. So we're back. And I've been doing this for over 10 years. Next. Ray says, hello, J&J. Hello. How are you? Melissa posted the link to your Patreon Meanwhile, channel. Meanwhile, you can join Patreon because it's all exclusive content. Just the videos, the exclusive video content alone is worth it. Next. Um, Mimi, after correction with 100 on e-collar for fence aggression, my dog is fine with the dog behind the fence. The issue is he repeats his exact same pattern every day, like his memory storage is very limited. We stay in the backyard doing our routines, like recall exercise, to let him know that the neighbor dog is not a big deal. Any tips? Happy Thanksgiving. So, number one, you how long do you hold the button down for, number one? How bad do you make it suck? Number It's important. Because if you want something to stop, make the discomfort for longer. Number two, you do not have to have your dog in the backyard to get it used to the neighbor's dog. You should spend time in your backyard because it's your backyard, but not to do not to deal with the neighbor's dog. So if I went to your house tomorrow, and if you depends what the menu is, I may I may um, um, I will put my dogs in your backyard if I'm allowed. I don't care less if they like the neighbor's dog or not, or know your backyard. They can't park at the neighbor's dog next. David Smith, hmm, no quick book button, haha. -ha. No. Um, Bara, stopping to send love. Got to leave to teach an obedience class. Love you both. Love you, Bara. Kara, I found out they make shot collars for horses. A friend that has horses used one to get her horse to stop chasing the elderly horses. Yeah, I mean, I didn't you, know that. You can you can take well, you can take the, these remote collars. Guess you could put it on a horse. You can take a remote collar and. Attach it to any strap. You can attach this to any strap. And you can put it on different parts of a dog's body if you choose to. You can put it on they they've used they have some great experiments on humans that they shut down for kids that did repetitive OCD behavior and repetitive behavior that was dangerous with self-harm, self-mutilation. And the success rate was huge. Those were official studies. But guess what? Public pressure, what do they do? They Oh, nope. Can't do it. That's mean. So what do they do? Restraint jackets for the kids, helmets for the kids. Next. Bob said, thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. Michaela, hello. Y'all are the best. Please read all the way through. How would you guys... Nope, stop right now. Just stop. No, Michaela. That told us what to do. Next. How would you guys go about training a dog who is very insecure, attached to the owner's hip, does not have any boundaries, doesn't know any obedience, not play or food motivated... Around strangers and other people in the family, the dog is very closed off. Now, around the owner, the dog is closed off, but a little more comfortable. He is so stressed out to the point where he will freeze in the middle of a room if he can't touch someone. So that, well, that's, where, well, that's where it ends, Michaela. So yeah. first of all, we'll, well, we're, we're going to read as much of the question as we choose to, number one. Okay? Um, so number two, the best thing to do with that dog is take it out of the house and train it and then... At the same time the dog is being trained, train the owner. But start with basic obedience. If the dog's not obedience trained, start with basic obedience. Start with household manners. Start out with spatial pressure. Start out with training the human to understand what the, situ what the problem is. You have multiple situations to train, multiple opportunities to train. But then you got to combine all of them together to have a well-balanced human and a well-balanced dog. You cannot pick and choose. You, you cannot band-aid. you got to do it all. So, and then you have to deal, teach the dog how to deal with stress, which is going to be a big one. Next. Mm, David Smith. They also demo the cheap ass collars that likely use capacitors and blast them at a hundred for no reason. 
then they say, see, cruel. Yeah, dumbass. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's like, <laughs> so that, true. That, it's not an actual study. No. Anybody that's in the science field would laugh, laugh at that study. They're like, this isn't science. This is not science. It's an agenda. It's, it's an agenda. It, it's an agenda. Next. Science. Amy said no. Okay. Okay. Ace Dog Academy, thanks for the answers. You're welcome. Eric Stambro, good evening, guys. Hope all is well. Miss you guys. Hey, miss you too. Hey, Eric. Love you, love you, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Ashley, is this a special live? I'm so confused. No, Ashley, we just don't do it. <laughs> We're back. We're just not doing it on Patreon anymore. It's Wednesday night. We're just not doing it. We just we tried it on Patreon for two for two weeks. Three is that weeks. all it was? Yeah. And we decided not to. We can change our minds next. We can do that. Um, Swaz said it laughed my ass off, Mr. In Control. No, meaning I'm a control freak, maybe. No, not at all. I'm actually open to lots of people, lots of I'm not actually, but someone does have to take charge in a lot of situations. What are we talking about, though? Yeah, it's like, what are we? Yeah, someone does have to take charge. Strong leaders, strong leaders are missing, strong mentors are missing, and yeah. and you know, as Candace Owen says, strong men are missing. Next, boom. Mic drop. Next. Ashley, I already read that. Emma, my dog never jumps on me, but when I'm off leash training, she always jumps on me. I don't understand why it's not something she, if it's not something she does. Don't understand why. Don't try to understand why. What's the problem? The problem is your dog jumps on you. That's it. End of story. The, what's the solution? How to stop a dog from jumping on you. That's all that matters. If I told you why, if I told you why would that help you? No, it wouldn't help you. You need to know how to stop it. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So, you know, we're not investigating house fires. How did the house burn down? We need, we, well, we're not. What, did someone leave the stove on? Was it an electrical shortage? <laughs> Was it up to code? That's just such an interesting metaphor. We're not investigating house fires. We're not. <laughs> This fucking dog jumps on you. What do you do? Talk to the, put a remote collar on it. No, make it suck to jump on you. The bottom line is, this is the secret, guys. This is the, the absolute secret. This is the simplest concept in the world to understand, I think. How do you stop a dog from jumping on you? Make jumping on you suck to the dog. I assure you, the dog will stop. Well, I yell it at it. That doesn't make it suck for the dog. I tell it no. What follows the no? No is a marker. What follows the no? Because all the advice out there, 99% of it is actually encourages the dog to jump, in my opinion. Because if you study dog training, you're rewarding your dog for jumping on you. And that's how you get more of something. Next. Amy, do you suggest shocking a dog in stress? Shocking is the wrong word. Do I... Do we use remote collars for do for stress and fearful and anxious dogs? Absolutely. And it's probably the best training and rehabilitation tool for anxious, fearful, stressed dogs. But if we do not sit there and blast a dog that's stressed out, that's not how we train any of our commands. That's not how remote collars are used. So that question is, it's worded very dangerously. First of all, what are we doing? What are we training the dog to do? Do I give like do I give food to a dog in stress? Well, what's the dog doing? Oh, it's meal time. Oh, sure. Three o'clock is meal time. You're stressful. Here's your food. Um, I'm teaching you sit. You just sat and you're stressed. I'll give you a food reward. You won't take it because you're stressed, but you have to you have to put things into context. You can't just say, do you shock dogs in stress? Because that can be taken out of context. Do you use remote collars on dogs that are stressed? Absolutely. Do you drive a car when you're stressed? Sure you do. Do you go to work when you're stressed? Sure you do. Do you do a performance when you're stressed? Sure you do. We need to learn how to function when we're stressed. Okay. But but that's but if you if you if someone's looking to make a sound bite for Jeff Gelman saying Jeff shocks dogs when they're stressed. Go ahead and take it and run with it. That was interestingly worded. But you got to put things into context. But absolutely 100%, Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training at 25 Acorn Street, 
uses remote cowers on stressed out dogs. And I will say it and I will scream it and I will stand by it. And yep, I'm being a dead horse. Why? Because it is used against me so much. But believe it or not, if anybody truly cared about the rehabilitation of dogs, they would understand how to work with a stressful, fearful, anxious dogs, which I would say 90% of the dogs we meet are in that state of mind. Mm -hmm. And you better learn how to do it or you're not going to make any progress. Next. Janice, ugh, my dogs were doing so good. Then today something spooked them or deer must have been in the woods because two of my dogs took off into the woods and down the road. We have shitty neighbors, so I was so unhappy. I used the e-collar and got them home. I was so angry at myself and at them. Back to basics. No. No, not not back, not back to basics. No. Hand me, hand me the double collar. Is it over there? No, it's charging behind you on the chair. Okay. So Tex is my Malinois. All my dogs are off leash, off equipment trained. The recall is impeccable. In the woods, the recall is impeccable. Unless there's Coyote. Three or four months ago, Tex. No, that was back in like March. So one of my, okay, well, however long ago, Tex chased a Coyote. He didn't return. He finally did return. He went through 100 on a remote collar. Why? He was in drive. People should understand drive. This is what Tex wears. It is a double collar. Double collars are actually very, very common for Malinois and high drive dogs. Why? Because when those dogs are in, in drive, they go deaf. They go deaf. You need to overpower their senses so their training kicks in. You need to be able to have a conversation with a dog when it's in drive. And I'm not going to lose my dog. So what did I do? I didn't have to train him any more recall. I just took out a bigger insurance policy. That's all. Next. Um, Kathy B. Hey, everyone. Hey. Samson, my dog is between sizes on the prong collar. One link on too big. One off, too small. Fixes for this. You can, you can make sure it's up high enough. Move, move away a lot of the fur. If it's a fearful, anxious dog, I'd probably make it a little bit on the less snugger side. Also, you can put a flat buckle collar underneath it. Okay. Do you want me to just block this person? Next. Don't read that. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh. And then that'll keep from sliding down. Kristen, I have a 120-pound golden retriever who I think is possessive of me. Dog resource if people approach my home, he lunges. Right. So if the dog is a resource guarding you, well, there's two issues. You have a lunging dog, which is an issue, which you want to teach your dog to stop lunging. Number two, if your dog is a resource guarder of you, is a resource guarder of you, you want to teach the, the word, the dog, the O-U-T command, out command, which means get away from me. And I've got a free video on that next. Judy, hello and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you as well. Hi, Judy. Amy, so if a dog is jumping, you can easily correct that by turning and ignoring. So, Amy, you're wrong. All right? Sorry, but you're wrong. You're 100% wrong, and you're giving up bad information. Because I'll tell you what. The woman that has a 120-pound dog, so the woman that has a 120-pound dog that protects her, are you trying to say to me, if that dog jumps on me, if I turn my back, it will stop? That corrects the dog? You don't, you don't think it'll keep jumping on my back? If that dog jumps on Angelo, who is eight years old, who I bring to work, he's around five dogs all day. So next time a dog jumps on him, I say, if I would say, Angelo, just stand. You're saying if I tell my son to stand there and turn his back on that 100-pound dog, the dog will stop jumping. That is a false statement. Come to our training center and show me that that works. Please make a video with 100-plus pound dogs that jump. We, we know what we do? We stop dogs from jumping in one second. They don't jump at all. This concept of turning your back on a dog is a false statement. Has it ever worked? I'm sure it has. We are not seeing it working. We are seeing people injured, knocked down, bit, fallen down, become afraid of dogs, bitten by their own dogs. 10,000 dogs, I'm not seeing it work. That's an old wives' tale. Also, teaching the dog to sit, 
that does not stop jumping. That teaches the dog to sit. So grandma has to teach the dog to sit after she's been jumped on for the fifth time. Your next door neighbor that comes over for Thanksgiving dinner has to teach the dog to sit. No, I've got a video that shows how to stop a dog from jumping. I demonstrated it in all my seminars. It works and it works in one to three seconds. The dog actually never makes contact with a human being. It's called responsible dog training. But allowing a dog to jump on you and turn your back is probably one of the worst things you can do. Because unless I've seen, unless you prove me, can prove me wrong with a hundred jumping dogs, show me the videos, show me the results, a hundred minimum. I'm sure, I'm sure someone can. They train dogs. Next. Gretchen, Joelle's hair looks great, but it's even better in person. People should attend the seminars just to see her hair in person. <laughs> Worth it. Thank you, Gretchen. And Thanks, I'm not Gretchen. being confrontational with you at all, but I'm sick and tired of people spreading lies. And you know that most dogs, there is a temperament test that is given. There is a video of a well-known temperament test giver. It is a public video. It is out there. Jumping dogs are killed at shelters. Up, they fail them and kill them. Videos out there. Dogs are dogs are turned into shelters for jumping. Meanwhile, for some weird reason, we stop jumping in one second and we never see it again. I cannot remember the last time. I cannot remember the last time a dog jumped on me. And I'm around dogs constantly, jumping dogs. For some reason, they're jumping on a lot of people, but they're not jumping on me. They're not jumping on any of our staff. But for some reason, they jump on their owners. Why? because their owners have to deliver a correction. So a lot of this also is association. So we have to also take into consider association, which nobody takes it, nobody ever talks about. I can jump on, how many dogs jump on one person in the house, but not the other? Why? Because it's called association. It's not because the other person turned their back on the dog, it's because <laughs> the other person corrected the dog, and now the dog goes, oh, I can't jump on you. But if you give that dog a strong enough correction, that's why we correct the dog. We make Jumping suck. The act of jumping suck. Next. Joe, wishing you a very happy Thanksgiving. You too as well. Holding on dog training. Great content lately. And the Zoom was very helpful this week. Hope you both have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, your hair looks fantastic too, Ashley. Dan, so I shouldn't tell my clients to redirect their dog with a treat for jumping on them. Obviously, just kidding. Common sense punishment for unwanted behavior. Correct, but that's also another popular myth. You know, what, you know what also is taught? This is also what is taught. When the dog jumps on you, take a handful of kibble, throw it on the ground, and then the dog will eat the kibble and not jump. That also is taught. That is taught also at dog training schools, dog training trainers, and in dog training obedience classes. They teach that. They teach the dog that. They teach people to turn their back. They teach also to teach to ignore it. They teach this is all stuff that is taught. And it is the most irresponsible thing I've ever heard in my life. It is extremely irresponsible to let an animal jump on you. Talk to anybody in any emergency room. Yep, I'm beating a dead horse because dogs are dying because of this. And I'm tired of it. Dogs are literally dying from jumping on people too much. They're being sent to shelters to be killed. And it can easily be fixed but not by turning your back. Next. Kathy, stressed out puppy over these scary steps. Owner sits, wouldn't go down them. Gentle, firm leash pressure and verbal encouragement, and she did it. Terrified, but did it. Owner told me she now does steps all the time now. What do you know? I didn't look at the owner's faces when teaching her the steps, though. LOL. Yeah. We can get, we have dog, we have, we, we just, we had a dog. We had a dog that just came in that wouldn't walk on concrete floors. Like you're in the city, concrete's everywhere. You know, literally wouldn't walk on a concrete floor. That dog, okay. How, how how many pounds is that dog? A hundred pounds. Probably 120. Okay, that's He's solid. Okay, that dog is a 120 pound working dog. I think it's a hundred, but still, it's an over 100 pound dog. He definitely weighs more than me. Okay, that dog would not walk on floors. Guess what? It does now. You know how we did it? Let's go. Pull the dog on the. We just pull the dog on the floor. What are the alternatives? So if you if you need to go from a patch of grass to another patch of grass and there's concrete in the middle and there's a fire raging behind you and you have a dog that's afraid of the concrete, what are you going to do? You are going to grab that dog 
and drag it across the floor. Guess what? You sort of do the same thing, but you do it with precision in dog training. And you know what? That dog stops being afraid of the of the concrete floor. Just like that, in one second. People will tell you, no, create a positive association with the concrete. How would one do that? Get some chalk and write, I love you on the concrete with a dog's name underneath it, and then teach the dog to read. And now the dog goes, oh, the concrete loves me. Now I guess I should walk on it. The dog will fucking take a shit on the goddamn concrete. The dog's not going to love it. Or put food, make a food trail across, across the thing. Really? It won't take food. It won't take food. Don't people understand that dogs that are afraid don't eat? I'd love to know what this magical food is that like, right. everybody's using. They won't eat. Why waste the money on fucking food when you can just say, let's go and walk? By the way, this I'm not angry. I was this just going to say, you're sounding angry. This is passionate because why? People are struggling, and I don't want people to struggle. And I've got a platform here that turns off a lot of people. But I've got a platform, which is fine. Because facts don't care about your feelings. If you don't like the information that I give that has nothing to do with me, that's on you. Go search for information that you do like and run with it. But when that doesn't work or it does work, congratulations if it works. But if it doesn't work, feel free to come back. I will, I will welcome you with open arms. Even if you told me you hated me, I will still welcome you with open arms because you hating me also has nothing to do with me. That's your internal struggle. But I am sick and tired of people struggling. I'm sick and tired of dogs dying. I'm sick and tired of owners saying, I can't take my dog to a cafe because I can't take my dog for a walk because we can't take our dog to grandma's for Thanksgiving because. That's why I do my show. That's why I'm keeping the center open even in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. And I've gone through my nine month of another loss. Another loss this, this company made financially, but I'm keeping my doors open. Why? Because I need to help as many people as possible. And I love it for all the people back, you know, two years ago that would like, oh my God, look at what he's charging. Look at all the money that he's making. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And now we're nine months in a row, we're taking another financial loss. Not that it's anybody's business or anybody cares. What I mean, but what I mean is consistency is consistency is consistency. If I wanted to be inconsistent, I'd be a politician. But no, I'm a fucking dog trainer and I get results. Next. And you're consistent. You gotta be to be a dog trainer. Yep. <laughs> um, hold it on dog training. Great rant. Got one of those dogs in today. People just don't understand what you and other trainers are seeing daily with no, these dogs. They have no idea. They have no fucking clue. Nope. Yep, I swear on the show. It's also rated non-children. So if you don't send me an email saying you couldn't watch the show because of your kids, you're the one that didn't read the ratings on the show. Okay? But I could have said, oh, it's acceptable for kids and monetize more. Next. Janice, thank you. Uh-oh. I got bumped. Hold on. Thank you. I'm so glad you showed me the double collar. One of our dogs won't respond when a deer is near. Thanks so much. Happy Thanksgiving yep. also to you check both. For fit. Also remember, the e-collar mini educator, which we use on 90% of the dogs, is the lowest level you know, strength collar they make. They also call something called the boss. We have dogs that need double bosses. Drive is powerful. People have got to understand how powerful drive is. Yeah. People have to understand how hard a bully breed's head is, how strong their neck is, how powerful their chest is. They've got to understand that a weight pulling dog, which has nothing to do with remote collars, can pull a lot of weight, a hell of a lot more than a Shih Tzu. Next. Um, Annette, do you correct guarding and possession? Oh my God, yeah. We corrected high, quick, and high and we make it suck why you're gonna get bit then the dog dies we say no use the remote collar i've got step-by-step -step videos on how to fix all these things see that's the thing as a working dog trainer i have video proof 
And not only that, I demonstrated it in all my seminars, live, right in front of you. Beat Ramona, California, Phoenix, and Providence, the last three seminars of the year. Next year's seminars have started being posted at Jeff Gelman Seminars. I'm not saying this to sell tickets, but I want to sell tickets. But I demonstrate, I will demonstrate food guarding at the seminar. If your dog has been food guarding for the last month to five years, I will stop it right in front of you live. Mm -hmm. In seconds. In seconds. Everything you've been told about how I do it wrong is disproved right in front of you. That's why all this hate that I get, it's like, it's just, it's bullshit. That's fine. People just don't like me because I'm loud and abrasive. But that doesn't make it wrong. Also, the show would be really fucking boring if I was like, well, this is how you stop jumping. You turn your back and you ignore the dog. <laughs> That would be a that would be a sucky show next. <laughs> Jamie, how can I get my dog to learn to walk in a treadmill? Um, Jamie, I've got at least three videos on YouTube for free on how to show it. It's exactly how we teach it. We have dogs that run on treadmills with no leash, and they all started out by the video. Hmm. I didn't show them the video, but with a video technique. Next. Emma, by the way, Amy, I asked the jumping question because ignoring didn't work. If that worked, I wouldn't have asked. Right. Thank you. <laughs> but don't bash Amy. All right. Well, Amy, I love you and I respect you. But your your information was incorrect. You know, and it, ha it had to be taken down. Or I'm sorry, I, ha I had to call you out on it. Have your own fucking show. If you want to have a show with giving out disinformation, you can. Next. <laughs> Call it Amy's disinformation show. How to quit, how to kill your dog in three easy steps. Stop. Enough. <laughs> what? Enough. You're going on a fucking <laughs> tangent. Enough. Okay. Dave, that's, as okay. always. That's because I took a 30-minute little nap. Well done, Jeff. Good I took, post. I took a 30-minute. Yeah, I think your nap. midday meditation is good for you. Yeah. Um, Emma, and when I turn my back on her jumping, she just jumps on my back. That's LOL. right. And then it looks like you spent uh, a night in a, in a, in a, in a, in a in brothel, a right? Looks like you had some wild, passionate sex, okay? You were riding on top and you got scratched down the back, right? You remember that three years ago, right? What was the name of that hotel again? Next. Oh, my God. Kathy, concrete floors, how the hell did it get to go anywhere? That's the question of the week. Next. Mm, Elise, what to do when dog knows bonk is coming? Am I possibly not doing hard enough or maybe too hard? She now will duck as soon as she growls, even before I say no or show any sign I'm going to bonk her. So you say no and bonk. Let the dog duck and bonk anyway. Have the dog on a leash. Next. Shit. I'm getting bumped all over the place here. That's what she said. Kathy said, pat the concrete. Good concrete. Good. Yes. And being sarcastic, of pretty, course. You call it pretty, too. Pretty concrete. This is nice concrete. Yep. Joe, when teaching drug bomb dogs, do dog locates odor equals toy comes out. Dog jumps on you. You redirect with food. Hmm, didn't we just teach the dog, jump on me, and I'll give you food? Much like with detection dog above, some people's mentality. Ugh. Well, so, Joe, here's the exception. I'm not against dogs jumping on people on command. I'm on a, command. On command. I'm not against that. I'm actually 100% supportive of that. So, But put it on cue. So I've got a dog, right? She does odor detection. All right? And when she finds a bomb, you know what I do? Pat my chest. Have her jump up. She puts her paws on my chest. I grab her by the side of the face. We rub noses. And I say, good girl, you saved the world. And I'm being serious. On command. But I cannot imagine one of my German shepherds jumping on me like that. No. Next. Um, DM Walker said, we love that you are passionate. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the minority, though, DM, but thank you. Melissa posted the link to JeffGelmanSeminars.com. Thank you. That's what people have to understand. I could be way more popular, have more fans, get more views, monetize the hell out of my stuff a lot more. If I fucking stuck with someone's agenda. Just sugarcoat everything. Yep. Absolutely. But instead, I'm going to tell the truth and I'm going to get the hate. Yep. That, that literally happens. 
Because people have said that to me. You know, Jeff, if you weren't so abrasive and if you weren't so direct and if you sort of like toned it down a little bit, you know that pe more people would watch you. And I'm like, I know. Mm -hmm. I know. But I'm so passionate about what I do. And I think I've got at this point, what's happening is people are getting the wrong message so many times. They're getting the wrong message so many times a day, a month. They need a wake-up call. It is time to wake up and realize that we, as humans, are fucking up our dogs. In fact, today I started talking to somebody about writing a book, <gasps> and it's not going to be—it's not going to be the first. The first, I'm going to be writing a series of books, probably small eBooks. That's how I'm going to start. Because I didn't want to write a book. But I'm being pushed to do it, and I'm doing it. The first book that I'm writing has got nothing about actual the actual training itself. It's about the philosophy. Mm -hmm. It's the philosophy. The mindset. The mindset. Not about how to... I don't care how you train your dog. You can train your dog any way you want to. But there's a philosophy out there. And the philosophy and the title of the book might be, Stop Fucking Up Your Dog. And that doesn't mean you're shocking it or feeding it or using a, or luring it. It's got nothing to do with that. It's the way that you're living with your dog. Daily interactions. And I'm sorry, but people are fucking up their dogs. Oh, my dog knows 50 commands. Uh-huh. It's still been a kid. And it still has resource guarding. And it still literally refuses. To, if it, it knows 50 commands, but if it's on the couch and you try to sit down, it still growls at you. I don't care how many commands it knows. That's a dysfunctional relationship. It's not about commands. It's about living with your dog. Next. Holy shit. He's on fire tonight. Damn, these yeah. Wednesday shows. Uh. Fuck yeah. $10 from Ace Dog Academy for the tangents and rants. Thank you for all the great <laughs> content. See? Yes. Okay, so I do this to monetize, I guess. It's it's so, all the meditation so, I've been making him do. So, so this is the new story. He's, he's zen all day. He's like, <laughs> it's time to pop the fuck off now. We're live. So this is it. This is it. So Ace Dog Trading just gave us ten dollars for rants. That's why he's having rants because he wants to make more money. <laughs> new headline. <laughs> My God, he's out of control. See what uh, I deal with all day? Uh, I don't even see you all day. Bullshit. How much do we actually sleep? I see you at the gym. We run our dogs together. Uh-huh. And and just... Okay. Okay. Hold on. And then it's You'll set... make me coffee once in a while. Um, every fucking day. And then and then so now, then it's 8 a.m. Yep. Okay. And we started the show at seven. Yep. Okay. So eleven hours, the last past eleven hours, even though we are in the same fucking building, how much do we actually see each other? Not at all. I don't even know Thank if you. I said hello. So re today. retract that statement, please. Oh, whatever. Okay. Um, Tracy, my Akita Shepherd goes toilet in her crate when left for only 10 minutes. Any ideas how to stop, please? I'm at my wits end now. Yes. Stop calling it toilets. Your dog shits and pisses in the crates. Okay. Number one, monitor its food and water. Number two, check it for a UTI, check it for worms. Number three, what's your bathroom schedule look like? Who controls the schedule? You should be. Number four, does the dog have too much room in its crate? There's a lot of different things. A lot of different things. Next. Brittany, do you shock anxiety, excitement, whining? Main place I can't get it under control is in the car. I've tried bonking and stim. I want to make sure I'm giving clear communication of what I want her to stop. In general, just can't get her to calm down in the car. If you have a video reference, would that would be perfect too. Thank you for so what it's, you So again... This, like I use the word shock all the time, but I'm going to reframe it just because some people are going to be like, they take the word shock and they're like, oh my God, but I call them shock collars. And it's like, you know, this, you can call this a shock collar. That was the chair, I promise. Or a remote collar <laughs> or a remote trainer. I think it actually even says sometimes they say remote trainers on them. You can call it anything you want. Okay. Do I use a remote collar for overexcitement? with dogs and cars. Absolutely 100%. Why? It works. But guess what? You have to train the dog on how to do it. Mm -hmm. There's a training component to it. You have to teach the dog, number one, how to do a down, how to do a remote collar down, also how to stop being so aroused. 
have a few components in there. So there's training that is involved, but absolutely is, is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful uh, um, tool. How many dogs freak out in cars? So many dogs. So many. So dogs. many dogs. The owner gets up, goes out of the car just to pump gas. Dog goes nuts. That's a one second fix. Okay. Somebody walks by the car. Dog goes nuts while you're driving. That's an easy fix. Mm -hmm. So there's easy fixes. There's more complicated fixes. Next. David Smith, always fun when Jeff gets riled up, but of course he's right. 20 plus years ago when I read Keeler, it stuck with me. And he said, a dog will run through a hailstorm of treats to get to a door or jump. Yep, they sure will. And they'll jump over a brick wall. Yeah. I mean, people have got to understand dogs. There are dogs out there that will rip all their teeth out to get out of a crate. Literally. Are people aware of this? I don't uh, think they so, see the so, dogs that so we do. So this cute little fluffy animal. Literally, at eight o'clock. But then they'll just say that it's, they the dog did it because the crate is mean. Right at like, eight p.m. At eight p.m., the dog has all its teeth. By eight fifteen, that dog will have two, three, four teeth ripped out. Ripped out, whole teeth, healthy teeth. Do you know how you literally? If you rip out a healthy tooth from a dog, you can break their jaw. Mm -hmm. It has to be done slowly. These dogs will go through immense amount of discomfort just to get out of a crate. So why is that allowed, but throwing a towel at a crate is not? That's an interesting fucking comparison for you. Mm. So the problem is painful. The solution is not. Why is that not fair? Mm -hmm. It's a good fucking, that's a good, that's a, that's a meme or that's a, that's a post right there. David said, passion is not anger. Dogs die on bad advice. They sure do every day. Mm. Barista boy. Facts don't care about your feelings. That's Hi, J&J. Right. &J. That's a ben, ben Shapiro. I think I probably heard him say that first. Next. Pat said, hey, guys, how are you? Things are great, man. How are you doing, Pat? Jeff's passionate as fuck tonight. Am I? Ace Dog Academy. I watch for the tangents. Don't let her stop you, Jeff. <laughs> So, come on, I egg him on all the time. Yeah. It's been a while since he's gone on any. So, but I will tell you what happens under the table. Nothing, you know, no, nothing like footsies or anything. But if I do go off for too long, I get a very strong hit to my leg. That's or, like or when pitch. you go off like angrily, though. There is a difference sometimes, no, and you, I can usually you, tell. You know, if I if I'm if I'm beating a dead horse, you'll tell me to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, owl bug, how do I stop a redirecting dog that redirects even after I correct her for it? So, so redirect just, we have to first understand this owl bug. Redirection is a choice. People have to understand this. Redirection is a choice. If you don't know what redirection is, it means, say you've got a dog on a leash, say you have a dog on a leash and it's standing next to you and you just have a firm grip on it and, it, and it's, it's leash reactive and you're just standing there and the dog is barking, 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 barking at another dog but since you're holding the leash snug it can't move you did not even apply a correction you are just standing there the dog can turn its head and bite you this is my world this is the world that i live in it will bite you hard enough that you have to go to the emergency room just imagine that so when i say so my solution so imagine the pain that that must be. So my solution is when you're sitting there with your dog and your dog is about to load, if you don't know what loading is, well, then you really can't criticize me about anything I do because we got a long, big education for us. But when your dog is loading on the other dog, you say no and you bonk the dog, which is a rolled up cotton towel. Why is that bad? First of all, it stops it, by the way. So that's the answer. It stops it. But why? Like, I don't understand how a rational human being could think that's a bad thing. Well, if you wouldn't have been standing there <laughs> talking and the dog went like, like. If you didn't have your dog on a leash trying to heal it. Or just not run away from you right. and cross the street and get hit by a car. Like, like, I don't understand how that's a bad thing. I'm so blown away. I am so blown away. Literally stopping a dangerous behavior with a towel or stopping redirection is a bad thing. Well, it's always going to come down to that you push the dog over threshold. 
standing there looking at the price of fucking navel oranges, which are a little bit too expensive right now, quite frankly. Next. It's because it's winter. Yes. Gretchen said, loud Jeff is better than common passive Jeff. Passive Jeff sounds like my Algebra 1 teacher. He made a pointed rule you're not allowed to fall asleep in his class. It's because algebra sucks. Lewis. Well, don't, I don't. I wouldn't say it sucks. I think we use algebra daily, but definitely not. I think an algebra teacher would 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 argue that point. I'm sure they would. Yeah, there's probably things in about algebra. That, I use my calculator every day. Okay, but the, but it's not an algebra calculator. Yeah, it is. So here we go. You made some wonderful dishes tonight. Yep. Did you bake them yet? Yeah, they're all done. Okay. Nestled safely in the fridge. So you put them in the oven. No, I use my air fryer. Okay, and that's right. So let's say you had to put a baking dish in an oven. Is the act of figuring out by eye if the baking dish will fit in the oven, would algebra be used in that thing? No. <laughs> no. It's like width and length. To you fit just if it look at it. it. Looking at it. It's not, not calculating. Oh, this is an 11 think, by 14. You don't pan. think you're mentally calculating? Hell no. Really? Trial and error. Really? Right. Even measuring stuff out. I have a measuring cup and I'm like, that seems like too much. I'll do a little bit less. <laughs> I'm just winging it back there. Next. Lewis, Jeff, I haven't seen a competent trainer yet talk shit about you. The ones who do aren't producing results. Oh, I have. I've seen many competent, I've seen many good trainers talk shit about me. That's fine. Again, that's on them. That's on that. Like all that stuff is on them. It all is. It all is. That's fine, man. That's fine. I did, you know, okay. See, I just got hit underneath the line. Hold it on, dog training. Passionate as fuck. I love these kinds of shows. Gets me all pumped up, LOL. Ashley's down there in Florida, like, fuck yeah, Jeff. Yeah. You see it now. In her 80 degree weather. She's smacking the table. <laughs> Dave's like, oh my God, this is my life. And now we're going to have a Malinois soon. Malinois is going to probably bite her because her arms are going up like that. Oh, I'm supposed to bite that thing. Melissa posted the link to my Patreon channel. Thank, Thank you. you. Guys, do me a favor. Join Joelle's Patreon channel. It's wonderful. She's a really good person. She's working really hard. I see the amount of work she puts into it. You know, so it's a really <laughs> good thing to do. Um, Kathy B. Yeah, but people appreciate the truth instead of sugar-coated bullshit. Yeah, I think so too, Kathy B. At least the people I talk to. Lewis, because they can't find anything else to attack you about. Well, Lewis, I'll tell you what I have been attacked on. People used to make fun of my purple Crocs. I used to put out a great video, this great video on something. And literally people would say, like, oh, my God, look at those Crocs. It's like, really? That's all you got to say. Right. Or my hair. They call me a hippie. It's like, if hippie, if you fucking only knew the thought processes that went through my mind, I'm the most unhippie person you'll know. Literally. Okay? Trust me on that one. I'm not talking politics, but trust me, I ain't no fucking hippie. And guess what? I got no problem with people that are. Next. Pat, I finally almost broke the submissive peeing for my GSD four hours on and off treats and high, high praise. Now he lets me put the collar e-collar on without peeing everywhere. And I found his working level finally. Good job. Good job. That's a tough one. Um, David, the scary part is as I scan the tube, the purely positive asshats have a shit ton of followers and the balanced have a small percentage in comparison. Sad. Yep. Mm, Kathy, all these puppies. And I'm not seeing a lot of video proof. See, that's what I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing. I tried Kathy. I'm not seeing really badly behaving, dangerous dogs transformed. And then the owners duplicating it. The results. That's what I'm not seeing. I'm, I'm seeing basic obedience, which is fine. You've got to start somewhere, but I'm not seeing major transformations. Major transformations. I'm not seeing it. You know, it's so funny. Someone will put out a, a video of um, some, you know, uh, 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 um, place out south somewhere in the mountains about how, you know, they eventually got a dog to come out of a crate in a month. It finally came out of a crate by hand feeding it. Oh, I finally built up its confidence enough that it would come out of its crate in a, in a month. Do you know that in 10 seconds or less, you can get a dog out of a crate? It's called turn the fucking crate over. Dog comes flying out. Gravity still works. Newton was right. All right. 
and then you name it, and then the next day, guess what? The dog goes, might as well just come out of this damn crate. Mm -hmm. That Newton guy. Okay? You know? And no, my dog's not app name is Apple. Next. Kathy, all these puppies I'm helping with, I'm making sure to tell people to handle their feet and start clipping nails, even if it's just the sharp points only. Absolutely. Every part of their body. Lift up their tail. Yeah. Press on their back. I open up their ears. Open up their teeth. Everything. Next. Gonzalo, sup guys, I've had a ton of clients with puppies lately. I've spent a lot of time teaching safe and efficient punishment tactics with out-of-control adult dogs. What's your approach on punishment to a puppy? Example, nipping, jumping. So nipping and jumping all can be used with a bonker. I also have no problem at all taking my finger, my thumb, and putting it right down a dog into a dog's mouth and pushing down hard. I also have no problem scruffing a dog. Yep, I said it. Go ahead, make a video. I'm sorry. But your kids, everybody that's going to be getting holiday puppies, which I'm not a big fan of, everybody got pandemic puppies. So we're dealing with all kinds of puppy problems right now. But I'm telling you, I cannot tell you how many emails I get saying my kids were so excited to get a puppy and now they hate that dog. They wish they never got that dog. Guess how long they've had that dog for? Two weeks. Now, kids have a small attention span. It's about how long most gifts last as well. Unfortunately, you can throw a toy, a Mattel toy out in the trash, but the dog, you're probably going to hopefully have for 10 plus years. So stop it now. Puppy nipping can be stopped really quick. Next. David, when I play with Rocky, he suddenly become a Schutzen dog, but I don't have a sleeve. I'm going to put the e-collar back on for play, but I think I caused this myself. I messed up. Just teach him. Just teach him to um, tug. Go on to rayallen.com. Buy yourself, buy yourself a tug. You can, buy, you can also buy yourself a sleeve if you want to, but get a real tug and a good quality tug with handles. Your dog will love it. Or get a wedge. But start with a tug. Lou said, hi, strangers. Hey, Lou. Hey, Lou. How are you? Um, David said, but I may have to find an IPO club for fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun little hobby for you. Owlbug. She redirects. Isn't David in Phoenix? Yeah. I'll be in Phoenix, David. Yeah. Where the fuck are you going to be, David? Three weeks. You're you be missed there? Vegas last time. Yeah. Bullshit excuse. Owlbug, she redirects with high corrections. She never does it when walking. She's good with that, but with anything else, she snaps. So get a dominant dog collar, and if she tries to bite you, hold her up. Next. Noelle, I love watching you. You're deaf someone that if I get stumped with a client, I'll search all your videos, and I'm just as blunt as you too. I learned there's no point of pussyfooting around versus saying the truth. No, not especially now when you're getting paid. <laughs> Please. You're getting paid for results. Okay. If you want to be lied to, watch a fucking TV show. Next. Stephanie. Hi, strangers. Steph and Josh from Toronto. Hope you're well. Can't thank you enough for the help. Getting comfortable with the bonker has completely changed our lives. Still to this day, you're the best. Awesome. That's a big-ass Rottweiler. Proud of you. Super proud of you guys. Good job. It's really funny how some people are, I've gotten some emails that are like, I finally got enough confidence to use a bonker. Well, their issue was because they had to do it like in semi-public. I know. I know. But still, like... In public, I'm no, no, no. I'm even hesitant not, to give no, some I'm corrections. I'm not talking about in public. I'm talking about in your house, though. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, guys. Gretchen, don't defend algebra. Trial and error, and eyeballing it comes first. Okay, Gretchen, that's who I'm going to take educational advice from. Rich says, "Awesome Gretchen, show." I love you, by the way. Thank you. Awesome show from Rich. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Rich. Lewis, both most of the good ones are too busy training dogs. Yeah, or doing fucking fucking yelling on yelling on shows. Noel, can you come to Louisiana, please, please, please? Um, I've got a buddy down in Louisiana. Two really good colleagues of mine are in Louisiana. So out of respect, I don't do a seminar in Louisiana, but I do one in Florida. And Texas. And I do one in Texas. Louis, LOL, I've seen it before. You'll post a video on how to stop your dog from biting. In the comments, you'll see someone talking about your ugly t-shirt. Right, right. Or someone will say like, what are you I what do you wear the same clothes every day? It's like actually I wear the same clothes three to four days in a row. <laughs> what? Yep. Three to four days in a row I wear the exact same clothes. Until what? Until I can smell how bad they are. And then I change them. God. Sorry. <sighs> Some people would call me a con you know, conservationist. All right. And on that note, it's fucking eight o'clock. Really? And Jeff's getting disgusting here. <laughs> Okay. Madly in love with you guys. Thank you. Everybody have a happy holiday tomorrow. If you celebrate it, even if you don't celebrate it, hug the people around you that you love. Also, I did a nice little IG stories thing today that um, 
I had to stop because I kept tearing up. Really? Yeah. I'm about to go watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Some people might not care about it. You know, it probably won't get much attention though, because it's not like, you know, controversial mm. enough. Right. You know, so it's too human, and people are people are afraid of feelings. Yeah. That's why. It's true. People are afraid of sharing feelings. You know, they really, really are expressing their feelings. So madly in love with you guys. I'm not though at all. All right. And I love you. Good night. And when I say that. Have I'm a great holiday, guys.